This podcast is for PR pros who are looking to discover the best strategies for landing their dream retainer clients and scoring them top tier media coverage. I'm your host, Jen Burson, and I want you to have a fulfilling career in PR that totally lights you up without sacrificing your personal or family time or your sanity. Welcome to the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. I'm so excited. This is like one of my favorite topics. Let's get you into PR. Let's talk about what it's going to take. This is kind of a fun topic because... You guys know that I was an attorney, and if you don't know, I was a lawyer. That was my career. Went to law school, you know, took the bar, became a litigator, and I practiced for many, many years. And I did this pivot and started my own PR firm, basically out of thin air. Um, And, you know, so I kind of come into this field talking about how you don't need a ton of training or contacts. You don't have to work at a big firm. And I say that from experience. I'm not trying to um, minimize anybody's experience. But I know sometimes people feel like if you don't like pay your dues or come from um, like a, a background where you have this extensive training and work under someone, there's this like old school mentality that you have to work at an agency, pay your dues, and things have changed. And I've been practice, I've been running my PR agency for almost 17 years. And I'm here, actually it's been 17 years. So I'm here to say that there is another path. And if you already have PR experience or you've worked at an agency or you freelance or whatever, you're already better off than I was when I started my business. Cause I had no experience. I was figuring it all out as I went along and just, you know, went for it and realized that I loved it so much. So I'm here to tell you and to show through proof of my example that you can have, there are many different paths to a career in PR and whatever your path is, it's super legit. And that's okay if you didn't go a traditional route. I mean, going from law to PR certainly isn't traditional. I just had a a new business call with a prospective client and they loved my background. They were like, that's really cool. You know, we love that you did this kind of 180 pivot and that's so interesting. Um, You know, and they weren't like, you're a lawyer and you're doing PR. Obviously, I've been doing it a long time now, but they thought it was a really cool, interesting transition. And I'm here to say that no matter your path, it's legit and you can get it all figured out. So if you're getting ready to choose Um, a career in PR or you're switching up your current career, I know that PR is a really great field to jump into for a lot of different reasons. And I'm going to get into the steps that I think you should be considering or the things you should um, have in mind when you're making this this change or really leaning into your PR career. PR has really changed my life for the better for a million reasons. I've talked about them all the time. You guys know I have a son on the spectrum. It's allowed me to focus on him and what he needs and big changes in his education that I have been able to stay on top of and provide to him. Um, I'm able to train my new puppy. I'm able to take Fridays off, which is what I do. Like this business and this industry has completely changed my life. And I know that it can do the same for anybody else who decides that this is the path they want to be on. So 
even if you're brand new, you have no experience, you can do this. And I'm going to tell you six steps that you need to be thinking about as you make this transition. Okay, so step number one is know your why. What does that even mean? As you are thinking about getting into PR, um, if you have no experience, or even if you do, but the biggest thing you need to know is your why. You know, why did you do this? Like I said, when I took the leap from law to PR with no training contacts experience or anything, I realized that my definition of success was different than what it initially was when I started my my career as an attorney. Back then it was money, a prestigious career, all of that, working at a big prestigious law firm in Los Angeles. Um, but then I realized that I was going to become a mom and my priorities changed. And my main definition of success was having flexibility and freedom over my time so that I could grow a business that provided for my family while also being the kind of mom that I wanted to be. That to me was success. It was like, can I have it all? And can I have it all on my terms? So that's why I made the pivot. And when things are hard, I always think back to that. And I say, I know my why. I know why I'm working late hours or really pounding the pavement to bring in some new business or working hard to create great content for our clients or even for our programs because I know my why. That inspires me every day, every single day. It's knowing that my kids are going to come home and I'm going to be here to hear about their day when their energy is highest, when their memory is the best and say, what did you do today? What did you learn? Who did you play with? Um, all of those kinds of things that we get bummed out as parents if we miss them. That was important for me to experience in my kids' life lives. Um, and to be able to make great income and be there for my family. And also, since then, I've helped my husband transition out of his corporate job the last six and a half years. He's been working for um, an M&A advisory, essentially on his own, but really not running his own shop. Um, and most recently, like I'm talking in the past two weeks, I was like, you need to do it. You need to go out on your own. And he's like, but it's scary. And what if I don't make the kind of money I was? And I was like, you will. I'm not worried. Do it. And we have never, when he left corporate law until now, never once said, oh my God, what are we going to do if you don't, if we don't have your salary? Because my business allows him to figure things out and he's doing, fan he's doing great. Um, but how awesome, you know, he allowed me the confidence to, or helped me with the confidence to um, leave law and say, you'll be successful no matter what. And I'm paying it back by giving him that same confidence and flexibility and freedom. That's my why. And I know that change is really scary, but that will help you get inspired. Seeing how other people have found success is really, really helpful. That's a huge reason why I host my PR Pro Spotlight on the website and on the Pitching Powerhouse podcast. I love, love, love getting to interview successful members of our community about their why and the how that got them here. So that's number one. Get to know your why. Write it down. Remember it. Look at it often so that you are using it almost as a North Star when you're growing your business. And step number two is you have to get up to date on what and know what's happening and trending in PR. 
That's really important that you have to stay on top of what's trending in PR. It's kind of like the rules of the game. How do you play the game? And things have changed since I started. And you can either, you know, you know, look, be chicken little and say the sky is falling. Media is dying. Everything's dying. Or you can say, okay, things are evolving and I can either become irrelevant by not leaning into that, or I can help my clients navigate this and be essential to them because I know the rules of the game and I'm going to teach them how to play. So do you know what's new now next in PR? If not, you need to get current and monitor the pulse of the PR industry like your clients, um, like you do for your clients or your own kind of um, social media feed. So you have to jump into different relevant industry um, news and what's shifting. Sometimes industries are a little bit different. Um, you know, something might become a huge trend in one industry, but the other industries haven't caught up yet. Maybe you can kind of see those trends coming and guide your clients through that. Um, you know, there's just this important aspect of being a PR pro. It's really staying on top of the news, the trends, industry shifts. Obviously, that's what we're doing. Um, as PR pros, we're helping to shape the news. So if you don't really know what's going on, how can you be creating relevant, timely, important, um, compelling stories? It shows your clients that you're really informed and you're an expert in what you do. And this is also why I talk about niching down. That's because if you are working in too many different fields, it's impossible to stay on top of everything. That's number two, stay on top of trends, spend an hour a week, spend an hour every two weeks of just reading, calling through newsletters, signing up for, for a few. Um, we just had a bunch of, um, we just signed up for um, Substack for a bunch of different, this was what was shared on the call yesterday, a bunch of different editors and we subscribed to their Substacks, and I just got a bunch of emails today with a bunch of leads, none that are totally a fit for me and my clients, but like really interesting to see the trends they're focusing on and the fact that they are also requiring affiliate revenue opportunities through those products that they're featuring, that they're asking to feature. So we did an affiliate marketing masterclass that was free for our members in the Pitch Lab um, and it was really good. And if you represent products, you absolutely 100% need to know about affiliate marketing. And like I said, the rules of the game change. You need to know them. That is like the number one rule right now that you have to play with. It's affiliate opportunities for products. Okay. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to be in the pitch lab and get access to that masterclass. And then step number three is find a good mentor. So next, you're going to want to find a great mentor who you can build a relationship with. Find, this is the key. <laughs> this is a key. You want to find mentors who have similar values and have the kind of business in life that you're looking to have. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is what I said here. The mentors that I invest with have balance in their lives. Their priorities are in check. It's not just about money. Instead, it's about building a business that absolutely lights you up every single day. Those are the people that I look to as my mentors. You 
have to have a vision for how you want your career and your life to interact. And it's also important for you to have a mentor that understands the kind of business you're trying to run and your specific niche. So that's really important. I had a mentor who knew specifically about um, cosmetics, and that was really powerful for me to kick off my, uh, she wasn't teaching me how to run an agency, but was more um, open about how uh, beauty media works. And that was very helpful for me. Okay. So um, that's step number three, find a good mentor. And four, build your skills. Obviously, being a great PR pro, it takes practice. The main skill that you need to work on is mastering the art of the pitch. Sounds really easy. Um, It's pretty simple in the sense that it really goes back to timely, relevant pitches, and that'll help you score high quality, top tier press features for your clients. It's a numbers game, but it's also don't, that's not a spray and pray, like don't spray and pray, meaning like, don't be lazy. You need to hone your skills. So your pitching skills are the foundation of everything you'll do once you become a a publicist. So you need to focus on those skills early and then continually work to develop them. You should always be learning and practicing to make your uh, business more successful, the results you get more successful. Um, This is why we developed the Pitch Lab. It's a very cost-effective, affordable membership program where you really learn how to become a pitching powerhouse. I named my podcast Pitching Powerhouse because we really want to give you solid fundamentals. We have a roadmap that's like eight or nine weeks of of content perfectly laid out to show you the step-by-step process of how you create a strategy, write a pitch, you know, build out your list, pitch the media, follow up, what goes into pitching, and then we give you these monthly execution plans. And this allows you to learn exactly how to write compelling pitches that will actually convert to help you secure press features. And you know, these monthly execution plans are also really powerful in helping you build out your strategy, your um, proposals. We have shared, like we name drop the different um, media outlets and their editorial calendars. Like, oh, you know, we're looking at a six month horizon. We know Allure is working on their best of beauty issue in August and um, back to school issue for People Magazine hits this, you know, this month or this, you know, specific issue, we have all of that in there for you wherever we can pull it. So that's a huge time saver and it's a huge help to help you plan ahead. There's really good resources in there for you. So that will help you hone your skills. And if you are brand, brand, brand new, find a contact that you can support for free. Get experience, get results, find a contact in the niche where you want to ultimately work. I want you to view everything you're doing in your business as stepping stones so that you're headed down the right path. You're always headed down the right path. If you start to take on work that isn't the um, the kind of work you want to be doing, you're going to head down a path and have experience that isn't relevant for what you want to you know, be doing and building your business around. So think about step number five, find work experience. Um, you know, when you're first starting out, you can choose either between working at another person's agency, starting your own agency, or even starting out as a freelancer, you know, or adding PR to the services you're already offering. 
So think about these things. So working for someone else's agency will give you the stability you want when you start out and will give um, you valuable experience, low risk, you're gonna get paid, um, probably not as much as you would if you ran your own agency, but it is a little bit more stable and maybe less stressful. Another great way to get experience and build your skills while creating really good relationships is to offer your, your services for free. So if you're brand new, this is what I did. Somebody that you you know love or you know a company that um, you love or something that is maybe local to you. So this is what I did in order to gain experience in PR. I had no idea at the time what PR even was or that you could be paid for it. I honestly thought it was like celebrities doing bad stuff, getting into trouble, and their like PR person was their mouthpiece and had to be like, Hugh Grant, so sorry that he picked up a, you know, a prostitute while he's dating Elizabeth Hurley. We're so sorry. And then that publicist like gets him on the Tonight Show to do his apology tour and everybody loves him again, right? I did not know that brands had publicists. I knew about advertising. I knew about marketing. Social media didn't exist. But I did not know that brands had PR. Here I am reading my magazines and I'm like, oh, the editors have been style. Love this skin cream. I'm totally getting it. Now I know that there's someone like me pitching this new skin cream. Um, you know, so that's what I figured out. I offered my services to a company that I found that I really loved. I did it for free, and that honestly changed my life, figuring out that that was something that I loved so much that I could get paid for it. It would be my dream job. So that's where you may want to consider getting started. But I will tell you, if you're offering free services, make sure you put a cap on it, like a time period. So you don't want to be working for free forever. Maybe it's a trial period, or maybe you offer a discount for three months and then you reevaluate. Three months is a good amount of time for them to see what it's like to work with you. You can let them know that results are going to be starting, starting, but the real impact's gonna be in six months, but you don't wanna freak them out with this like long commitment. But you say in six months, this is what I said for my first paying client. Industry standard for this industry is five grand a month. I will come in at $2,500. let us go three months. I will crush it for you. I'm going to hustle my butt off. And at that point, you're going to know what it's like working with me, how responsive I am, the quality of the contacts I'm making for you, and then we'll reevaluate. So you want to set a limit, set a timeline, let people know up front that you are working to develop your PR skills, you want to help out, maybe that's where you're working for free. Or you can tell people that you have experience doing this in-house or at an agency, or you have similar skills that'll transfer over, but you're looking to get started in your own business. So that's one way to do it. That's how I got my first client free. And then my first paying client that I ended up working with for 11 years helped establish our niche our expertise, our reputation in the baby and kids space. So we go from there. Um, but set a cap, okay? You can do this with like a family business or a friend of a family. Step six is hone in on your niche. I will pound you over the head with this because I cannot stress to you how important it is for so many things. Um, this will allow you to scale your business, your expertise in a way that brings in more money for you without more time. 
okay? And that's honing in on your niche. Niching down, I know, is scary for a lot of people because they feel like they're not going to get enough work or they're going to have to turn work down um, or they're limiting themselves in some way. But it's really essential in building a successful PR business. You can niche into what types of clients you want to serve, like experts or brands, what types of brands, nonprofits, um, tech companies, like whatever niches you enjoy. It's even better if there's synergy and they cross over, like we do baby and kids, beauty and cosmetics, health and wellness. There are a lot of crossovers in the media contacts and the publications in those niches. So for us, there's leverage between them. Also, I just really like them. Um, But you can also niche in the types of services that you offer. Because the more things you offer, the more you will drive yourself crazy. You are going to have to manage so much. Everybody's doing different stuff. They're moving in different directions. It's crazy. So what do you want to be known for? Niching down is how you offer maximum value and you command higher rates. So it allows you to become known as like a go-to expert authority in a specific area. And if you don't do this, you are going to be like a generalist and nobody will think of you for something very specific. You're going to get low quality opportunities because it's like uh, the, you know, my cousin's friend friend's coworker works or has a, you know, a candle shop on Etsy and they have a $750 budget and you're like, you know, okay, because you're not specializing in anything. And so you don't come to mind as like the go-to pro that they're willing to pay a premium for. Um, If you don't each down, you won't be known as the expert authority in any specific area. Instead, niche down, Leverage your successes so that clients in that niche know that you're the best and you know what's going on in the industry and what you specifically do can serve them and support them in the way that they're looking for. Like you'll use your case studies, your existing client. Let me just give you an example, a real life example. You guys know I always share what's going on with me. So um, that client that was awful that we had to fire, we did great work for them. And it was a very specific type of beauty product company. And yesterday I had a call with their main competitor, basically, um, and they're launching at Walmart and walmart.com and they want to really blow out this product line they just rebranded. And they specifically said, we are here because of the work you did for that client. Are you still working with them? And I'm like, funny enough, we are no longer working with them. And there's this giant hole in our roster with all of these opportunities, like literally they are both um, hair loss, hair thickening, hair care. (laughs) Mass market, not super expensive, total competitors for that exact same type of product. So all of the leads that we've built for this other company that I let go were like, here you go, here is media on a silver platter that is looking for a product just like yours. They know to come to us for a product like that, and we can just pivot you right into that space. So they said to us, give us a proposal, and we want it to lead with a case study on the specific results you got for that brand. Our CEO will love that. They will absolutely love that. And they also liked another company I did because of the retailers they were in. Um, 
the price point and the fact that they're like a, a organic, clean beauty brand. And they said, go with that also. So because those were so niched, they asked for case studies to show what the results were so they can see what we can do for them. And that's a high retainer client because they are coming to us specifically for that expertise. And without niching, you'll have 10 clients at $1,000 a month rather than two clients on five or six figure retainers per year, right? Um, it's always better to go deep than to go wide. And when you know um, what to focus on, you'll be able to score really premium clients, your dream clients in your niches. That's also one of the things we do is have you work on um, your dream clients and back into the steps that you need to take in order to, you know, stepping stones to get there. Okay. So that's what I have for you today. Let me recap the six kind of uh, things that you need to think of, the steps. Number one, know your why. Always go back to your North Star, your guiding principles, know your you know vision and your values. Why are you doing this? Why are you getting into this? Um, two, stay on top of trends. Get up to date on what's happening, what's trending in PR. Being in this community is a great way to do that. Um, dial into your niches and know what's happening there. Three, find a good mentor. I'm here for you if you need me. There are other members of this community that are incredible. Number four, build your skills. We can, you know, you're here learning for free. Um, we have a lot of people that do that. We also have paid programs. I promise you they are worth every penny and then some. So um, build your skills. We have the pitch lab that'll help you figure out how to become a pitching powerhouse with timely, relevant pitches for media. Five, find some work experience, work for free, do it on a limited basis, gain your skills, and also start to develop contacts and experience and case studies and results in the niches you want to work in. Um, put a time cap on it. Okay. So the clients are like, we have a free publicist for the rest of our, for the rest of our lives. Like, no, that's not what it's going to be. Um, step six for anyone, whether you are brand new, seasoned, whatever, hone in on your niche. Who do you serve and how do you serve them? And the more you niche down, the more you can charge. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pitching Powerhouse podcast. If you're ready to up-level your pitching skills so that you can provide stellar services to your clients, you should think about joining the Pitch Lab. Check out the link in the episode description to learn more. So the Pitch Lab is this awesome, incredible monthly membership experience where you will get the proven formula for crafting PR pitches that actually convert and get tons of strategic, timely pitch angles so you never run out of pitch ideas again. Oh, and you also get access to incredible monthly execution plans that save you hours of time and include irresistible pitch angles that the media cannot ignore. With relevant and timely strategies and topics for PR coverage during current events, holidays, monthly awareness observances, say that fast three times, seasonal events, and more, you'll be able to create PR content that makes your clients stand out, even if you are new to PR. So check out the link in this episode's description to learn more. And as always, 
be sure to tune into next week for another incredible episode packed with the insights you need to become a pitching powerhouse.